Hello and welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. Today we want to talk of, we want to read Acts chapter 21. We read from verse 1 to 16. Well, before I begin, let me just make an announcement for tomorrow. Uh, we will not have a podcast tomorrow for two reasons. First is that um, we have actually already uh, gone through Acts 21 verse 17 to 26. Remember that was the one where Paul paid the expenses of four men who had made the Nazarite vow and they had just come out of it and they had to uh, give burnt offerings to, to God. Um, Nazarite vow is the vow that um, shows one's um, perseverance, one's loyalty to God. And the disciples had asked Paul to support four people in the, making the Nazarite vow largely because that would, in many ways, uh, remind the Jews that he too was a zealous Jew. So we have done that one. If you want to go through the podcast again, look for it uh, under the passage. Um, but otherwise, the, other, the second reason, of course, is that I've had an unusually um, heavy week and um, yeah, I haven't had very much time to prepare the podcast and kind of exhausted. So I thought I'll take the time off to prepare for Sunday and the week that comes following. So um, remember, no podcast tomorrow. I'll see you on Sunday and the next podcast will be on Monday. But now let's look at Acts chapter 21, verse 1 to 16. Let us pray. Father, speak your truths to us. Allow your truths to sink into our hearts and our minds that we may know you as the loving, good God. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts chapter 21, verse 1. After we had torn ourselves away from them, we put out to sea and sailed straight to Kos. The next day we went to Rhodes and from there to Patara. We found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia, went on board and set sail. After sighting Cyprus and passing to the south of it, we sailed on to Syria. We landed at Tyre, where our ship was to unload its cargo. We sought out the disciples there and stayed with them seven days. Through the Spirit, they urged Paul not to go to Jerusalem. When it was time to leave, we left and continued on our way. All of them, including wives and children, accompanied us out of the city, and there on the beach we knelt to pray. After saying goodnight, goodbye to them, we went aboard the ship and they returned home. We continued our journey from Tyre and landed at Ptolemais, where we greeted the brothers and sisters and stayed with them for a day. Leaving the next day, we reached Caesarea and stayed at the house of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. After we had been there a couple, number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it and said, the Holy Spirit says in this way the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people there pleaded with Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. When he would not be dissuaded, we gave up and said, The Lord's will be done. After this, we started on our way up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea accompanied us and brought us to the home of Nesson, where we went to, were to stay. He was a man from Cyprus and one of the early disciples. This is the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Now, one of the questions that's been bugging me, and I'm sure many others, was this. Was Paul disobedient to the Holy Spirit? In verse 4, it says that through the Spirit, the disciples urged Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. So if it was the Spirit who had urged Paul not to go to Jerusalem, why did Paul insist on going? Now, I think there are several theories and speculations. But my answer to this was that Paul, did, God, the Holy Spirit did not tell Paul not to go to Jerusalem. What had happened was that the Holy Spirit had told the disciples that there would be imprisonment, imprisonment there would be um, torture, there would be persecution, and ultimately there would be death. When Paul would go to Jerusalem, he would be arrested, and then he would be taken to Rome, and there he would be executed. And so when they knew very clearly what the Spirit was saying, that this was going to be Paul's um, fate in that sense, uh, destiny, when he, if he were to go to Jerusalem, they urged him not to go. Now this seems consistent with all the other passages about, that were made to Paul earlier on. First of all, in Acts chapter 9, verse 16, that was when um, the Holy Spirit spoke to Ananias and told him about Saul, who had just uh, met with Jesus. And Acts chapter 9, verse 16, the Holy Spirit said, For I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. Paul did at times flee from suffering. Suffering was part of God's will for Paul. You see, God had already told, determined that Paul would suffer. And in the last three chapter, last two chapters, in verse 19, verse 21, um, the Spirit also led Paul and said that he would go to Rome. Now, Paul perhaps expected to go to Rome as a, on his own volition, that he would make a mission trip to Rome. But God had decided that Paul would go to Rome as a prisoner. And so, while Paul did not have a chance to go to Rome on his own, the Holy Spirit led him through trials, through um, real trial, to go to Rome to see Caesar. And there in Rome, he had a very effective ministry. But even in Acts chapter 20, remember yesterday, in verse 22 and 23, he says to the, his, um, the, the believers in Ephesus, and now behold, bound by the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit solemnly testifies to me in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions await me. And so it wasn't simply that Paul had decided to go to Jerusalem. He was bound by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, to go to Jerusalem, knowing full well that there would be captive, there would be imprisonment, there would be persecution, there would be much suffering. And here, today's passage in chapter 21, verse, um, verse, 11, verse 10 and 11, it says that a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and going to the, the group of disciples, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it and said, The Holy Spirit says, In this way, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt will hand him over to the Gentiles. You see, what had happened was that the Holy Spirit had been alerting the disciples in different places, from Ephesus to Tyre, um, that Paul would go through great suffering. 
And so it's very likely that the Holy Spirit had told the disciples in Tyre, and they had then um, interpreted it as a warning that Paul would suffer greatly, and therefore they urged Paul not to go. At the end, when Agabus prophesied, Agabus did not tell Paul that he should not go. Rather, he said that this would happen to him, that the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem would bind Paul and hand him over to the Gentiles. What I believe instead happened was something that tells us a lot about God's consideration and love for Paul and for the disciples. First of all, he was telling Paul repeatedly, perhaps reminding him again and again of the dangers that he would face. I'm not sure whether Paul had an option to decide not to do it, or that he was simply being told that this was what was going to happen to him. And after reminding him several times, God gave him grace, God gave him perseverance and strength and courage to go and face this terrible death. But God had told Paul several times, God was preparing Paul for this. And Paul, when he found this out, that this was going to be what was going to happen to him, simply said, actually, I care nothing for my life. I'm prepared to die. Paul did not disobey the Holy Spirit by going to Jerusalem. On the contrary, he obeyed. He was led by the Holy Spirit. He had been warned gently by the Holy Spirit. And he was prepared to go to Jerusalem. I think even in verse 5, where the disciples in Tyre, when they had told him not to go to Jerusalem, they continued to walk him to the, out of the city, and there on the beach, they prayed, and then they said goodbye to Paul. They realized that Paul was not going to back down. That though they had pleaded with him, urged him not to go, they accepted that Paul was resolved to go. And so they followed him, knelt by the beach, prayed, and sent him off. It was heartbreaking, but he accepted that this was what Paul was destined for. Once again, at Ptolemais, um, at Caesarea, um, after Agabus had told disciples that this was going to happen, you see here in verse 12 that he, the people there pleaded with Paul, uh, including Luke actually. He says, when we heard this, it means that Luke and the other apostles and the people there pleaded with Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. It's a human, very human response. They pleaded with Paul not to go. And Paul said, don't break my heart. I'm ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord. And then when they realized they could not be dissuaded, they said the Lord's will be done. It tells us also about God's love for the disciples. It's going to be hard for the disciples. And Paul simply and, and so the Holy Spirit told the disciples, let me give you a head start, heads up. This is what's going to happen. Grieve first, but don't, don't take it that it's going to shock you all. This is what will happen. Be prepared, take time to weep, take time to pray with him, and then go. I see a lot of beauty in this, because God had to do the difficult work through his servants and his children. 
And many of us as God's children must go through difficult times. Sometimes it's death, sometimes it's suffering. And God cares for us and prepares the way. But God also cares for those around us, our loved ones, our friends. And God prepares them also. God also accepts that many of us will be in denial, many of us will refuse to accept it. And that's okay with God too because gently He tells us, breaks the news to us and then allows us time to grieve. Some of you may be going through very difficult times and you are grieving. And my reminder to you is that God understands. God understands even when you deny the things that are happening. When you are in denial, God understands that. And God will gently watch over you. That even if it result, what he's telling you is, or what is going on with you is the passing of a loved one, God will do it very gently and lovingly to both the loved one as well as to each of you who love that person. Paul was ready to accept his assignment. An assignment was to say goodbye to his beloved disciples and then to go on to Jerusalem to die for Christ. And God was also very gentle towards the disciples by allowing them time to grieve and giving them a heads up before the reality took place. My experience with God has been that God is very gentle even in these small things. In these matters, He comforts us. So I'd like to sing this song, the Spirit song, which has been always a source of comfort to me because it acknowledges the pain that we go through and that God wants to embrace us and hold us even as we go through difficult and painful times. Oh, let the Son of God fold you with His Spirit and His love. Let Him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Oh, let Him have the things that hold you and His Spirit like a dove will descend upon Jesus' name. 
have a blessed week and a very blessed weekend as well. If you're coming to church on Sunday, I encourage you to I'll see you on Sunday. Otherwise, well, we'll meet on the web and then podcast will resume on Monday. God bless you. Thank you and goodbye.